show them your mama made a hoe. Big booty bitches, a little booty bitches, a hot girl, something now pop y'all shit. Hey. <laughs> so what's popping? What's up? What's good? What's going on? It's your girl. <laughs> Say hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, just Rhea. And I am here today. And today's podcast is going to be about insecurities, you guys. We're just going to talk about insecurities everywhere. We're going to talk about it in every relationship, family, work, love. We, uh, me, um, I'm going to talk about it. And I'm going to hit on everything that I want to talk about up in here. Mm. So for those of you who do not know... <laughs> All right, so for those of you who do not know, I do have social media. You can go follow me on Instagram and, um, yeah, Instagram and Twitter. It's the same handle, just Drea underscore underscore. And you can follow me on YouTube at just Drea. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, follow me on Snapchat, just Drea 96. And let's get it popping, 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 ooh, popping. So, jumping right into the podcast, you guys, I'm going to talk about insecurities. I've said that already. I'm tired of repeating myself. Okay, but yeah, that's the title of the podcast, Insecurities. So, the first type of insecurities I want to talk about are the ones that we have with our um, workplace. Because I really want to go from like the least important like to the most important you know, insecurities that we have. So we first have workplace insecurities, like, do we fit in? This ain't the job for us. Like, am I going to make enough money? Like, am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? Like, is everything going to work out? And when we have these insecurities, like, it's really easy to get sidetracked and confused and feel some type of way because the first thing we do when we show our insecurities at work is we either overperform or underperform or then we always feel like we have to show out and we always have to feel like oh if I get cozy cozy with the boss or if I'm likable then you know like we try to mask our insecurities instead of dealing with them honestly and when it comes down to work if you have any insecurities because I used to have insecurities at um at this job I used to work right I used to work as a assistant teacher and an after school care teacher. Um, I never had insecurities when it came down to teaching until I was an assistant teacher and an after school care teacher. And the reason why I can say I honestly had insecurities is because I talked a lot of shit. Like, I popped my shit so much that by the time that I say what I want to say. And by the time I say, like, if I come out there and be like, oh, this is how I feel, like, my biggest thing was like, oh, the job going to find this and they're going to think, like, it's hate speech when reality is not. It's just me having an opinion because even as a teacher, even though I was very pro-black, I treated all my students the same. Outside of school, that's when I was like, oh, you know, whatever, you feel me? But I realized, like, I, my insecurities came from it not being for me. Like, that job wasn't for me. Like, I wasn't made to be in a teacher's assistant or even um an after school care uh, after school care person because you know it was stressful <laughs> cuz i i promise y'all like i used to be in the classroom as a teacher assistant grading papers like watching out for discipline and stuff like that and i used to be like oh my gosh like 
this ain't for me. Like, I want to have my colorful hair. I want to get some old tattoos, you feel me? And as a teacher or as a teacher assistant, you can't have none of that showing. Like, yeah, like, I want a tattoo on my hand. Like, I want a tattoo everywhere. And I, and I was like, my opinions are really, really strong. And I was like, I really honestly want to get to the point where it's just like, ooh, you feel me? But I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, because everybody likes to say, oh, as a teacher, like, it is so fun and it is the best thing. No, it's not. Like, you have to be, especially as, if you, like, as a teacher, you have to watch what you say in general. Because anything that goes against what we're all in this together and we something, 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 something. Then our dreams come true, whatever. Y'all know all in this together, like, by the high school musical type shit. I used to be like, oh, my gosh, like, this is OD. Like, I don't want to do that. So, um, yeah. So that's where my insecurities came from. But when I was teaching, like, preschool and shit like that at daycares and working in a warehouse, like, I never really had no insecurities because I knew that I could do my job in and out any day. Um, yeah, like the only thing I probably had was a fear of was like losing my job and not being able to like take care of myself or even just provide like the simple things like my phone bill and stuff. And with that, it was just really stressful for me because I was like, I don't want to be that person, you know, that's sitting there like, uh, whatever, because that's really stressful. And people never like, people never tell you the truth about it. They just be like, oh yeah, it's not that big of a deal, baby. It's that much bigger of a deal. And people don't like ever, like nobody's ever going to sit there and say, oh yeah, it's not, it really is a big deal. Um, yeah. And it was stressful, and I guess that's where my insecurities came from. But if you have insecurities in your job, find you a new job. Look for a new job. Like, change the way that you think about your money. Find ways to make more money. Find ways to invest. Like, find ways that you can make your money work for you without anybody, like, coming in saying, oh, yeah, this is the money that, you know, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, like, like find a job or some hobbies or minimize or shrink down or start making smarter decisions so your insecurities will go away. So even if you do lose your job, you know that you'll be a-okay. And I know that's easier said than done, but at the end of the day, sometimes we have to swallow our pride and do certain things that we just don't want to do until we can get to where we need to be at. Trust me, <laughs> as a person who kind of has to go through that, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, this ain't where I want to be. Like, I remember I had lost my job and I was jobless for like two months. And I, the money that I had saved up, which was high, like $800 <laughs> in my savings, still had to pay rent. <laughs> I was, thankfully, I wasn't paying that much in rent. But I paid rent because I didn't want to hear like the rah 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 rahness of everything so i paid rent i still buy groceries um i actually had to become like a whole sugar baby out there to survive like i'm telling you like 200 300 like just for hanging out for being around people i know some of y'all be like oh my gosh like why would you say like you were a sugar baby oh my gosh like yeah i was like it, it helped pay the bills at one point in time and i'm not gonna lie like i recently was a sugar baby again so like help kind of like pay some bills and stuff because i honestly wasn't working and 
when you gotta pick out like money out the ass and shit every fucking day or even just like do anything like it's kind of tough because sometimes you get a job and they'd be like oh it paid ten dollars an hour and that's the only thing that's hiring right now especially during covid like covid 19 like 2020 covid ugh that was stress um so it's like you find a job and then you work and you gotta go to work you gotta find a way you gotta find you still gotta eat you still gotta pay bills you gotta play catch up and you gotta still like no baby it was very very stressful so if you have insecurities in your job for whatever reason whether it's because you can't dress how you want to dress you can't say what you want to say you can't move how you want to move or whatever or you feel like if you lose your job that you're not going to be able to provide for your family or stuff like that, then I think that you should go start looking for another job and try, like, downsizing and minimizing it. You know, I don't want to say fake it till you make it, but just start saving up until you can get to the point where you want to be at. Because I can tell you right now, it's stressful as it is because it can be extremely stressful. Um, You have to get to the point where you're just like, I'm good, you feel me, with or without, like, the whole, with or without, like, the whole, um, without depending on something, because I think in 2020, like, it's something that I heard, it says that she need to have multiple streams of income, and that's something that I'm person that I'm currently working on, and they're like, oh my gosh, girl, like, yes, I'm currently trying to work on multiple streams of income, like, outside of my job, because, like, if I lose my job today, or I don't get the transfer from my job, I'm going to be, being realistic, I'm going to be broke. Um, And I don't like that feeling. And people say, oh my gosh, like you say, you don't like it, but you have a job during COVID. And it could be worse. Like, yeah, it could be worse, but it could also be better. And I'm not going to focus on the worst right now because I have to focus on the better and like trying to get better. Like, who would I be if I was just sitting on my ass all day like, oh, at least I ain't broke. At least I still got a job. And da, 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 da. But like, yeah, like I'm grateful for that. But I still want to do better for myself because I have a personal standard that I would like to reach. And even when I get to my personal standard, I feel like that has to change because I'm not 15 anymore. I'm not 16. I'm, about, I'm 24, about to be 25. And there's certain things that I want. Like, <laughs> it's just a lot. And so my job gives me like, insecurity sometimes like what if this doesn't go through and then I start worrying then I'm stressed then I'm stressed eating then I'm gaining weight then I can't sleep then I'm off because your insecurities especially when it comes down to work will cause you to be stressed the fuck out and you won't even know why you'll be like why am I so stressed out like I don't know why I is stressed that fuck out I don't know why I is stressed the fuck out and you'll be like oh my gosh so yeah um going on to the next thing um oh yeah but like i was saying if you have because i want to finish this statement if you have any insecurities in your work life i would suggest that you guys like honestly work on you know yourself work on fixing the problem work on you know doing what's best for you and moving forward because if your insecurities come back, which they probably will, you need to learn how to deal with it because insecurities can cause stress and stress can lead to a whole lot of shit that you possibly do not want just in general in your whole entire life. So with that being said, um, yeah, 
work on those insecurities because insecurities cause, like I said, stress, frustration. Like, insecurity is a negative emotion, right? Because it's, it's based in fear. And once you're afraid of something or you have a fear of something, you start acting not an irrational. So you, so you start, you might get violent. You might not be, you know, yourself. You might not be loving. You might not be kind. Like, you just never know, like, how the cards may play out. So work on that. The next type of insecurity I want to talk about is um the next type of insecurity that I want to go talk about is um relationship insecurities. I feel like these insecurities are not as important as the last two insecurities, but it does play a big part in how you see certain things and how you feel about certain type of things. Like, if you're in a relationship and you have insecurities about your partner or yourself, like, maybe I can't please them sexually or I'm not sexual enough for them or I'm not this for this person or I'm not that. You know, like, any type of insecurity you used to have. Like, because I'm not... Since it's just me, I, I'm going to be real on my podcast. It's me. Um, I used to have, like insecurities with like um like when I was a man who had more than me or who didn't even have more than me or who I felt like I couldn't do nothing for them like I feel like they was doing for me like I would have an insecurity like what if I'm not doing enough to keep him like what if it's a bitch who's out there willing to cook clean suck his dick take his shit all types of stuff right and I realized that my insecurity was rooted in losing something that I had felt like I had worked hard for or something that I had felt like that was mine but in reality once I like kind of looked at that I was like nobody really belongs to me like even when I was married like my husband didn't belong to me like he was his own person like yeah like legally we were binded together as husband and wife, but he didn't belong to me. So if he wanted to go out there and fuck stripper hoes for fun, he could do that. But it was up to me on how I react because even though he didn't belong to me and I didn't belong to him and we were two different people, we just came together as one to, you know, live a whole lifetime or whatever, you know, together forever type bullshit. It didn't work out that way. And I had to make a choice. So do I want to be in here? Do I want to leave? Because at the end of the day, I can't control his actions, but I can't control mine. So I was like, fuck it, divorce. And yes, I felt the type of way because I'll be like, and I tell people like, yeah, I got married, right? And people be like, oh, you got married? Yeah, so young. I was like, yeah, you know, I had insecurities. Like, the reason why I married my husband because he was making money. I still making money to this day. It's not doing fraud. It's um actually, he's, uh, he's into stock, so he was making money. He gave me this sense of security so that my insecurities wasn't what you call it. He thought I was the most beautiful girl in the world at the time. You know, he was constantly on my dick. I was like, oh my gosh, like I can fuck with this. I can be with this. I can fuck with this. But whole entire time, I really wasn't happy like with him because he just wasn't my type. Like he was materialistic. He was a liar. Like it was just a lot of stuff that he was like, he wanted to be in everything with me. Like he didn't have his own identity in a sense. Like, yes, he was making money and yes he had this but like everything I had he wanted to join in with me and I was like I think it's kind of cute 
but I like this because it's my own thing. Like, I personally don't go to his music set and be like, oh, I want to be in all your videos. I want to be in this. Because I was secure enough in him that, like, that's your thing. You do what you do in your music. I do what I do in my, um, you know, in my, in my YouTube and my whatever, you know. And that's just something that I do. I remember I used to feel like, you know, I wasn't sexual enough for certain people. I wasn't, you know, spontaneous enough. Like, I didn't want to go out all the time. I was like, I felt like I was very basic to, like, how most girls would dress and look. Because every time I would turn around, there'd be a bitch with lashes weave bundles and shit like that and I was just like I'm not really into that and like even now like these days like um I'm telling you right now like I'm not even into that like yeah I may throw in a wig or whatever but I'm telling you I'm most comfortable like when I'm at like I ain't gonna lie I ain't gonna hold y'all so right now I'm in my dude house and currently, while I'm in my dude house, y'all, like, I am in, I got the AIs out, the Allen Iverson braids in my head, you feel me? Wig cap on, <laughs> um, big t-shirt, you feel me? Sweatpants on, uh, the AI braids, baby, the AI braids, OG AI braids with, like, the wig glue from, like, the glue that I just was too lazy to wash out and I'm like this is like who I am and it's like I ain't wearing no makeup I ain't putting on no lashes I ain't doing none of it like I probably do it for like a YouTube video because you know you have to be aesthetically pleasing for people to go on a cut to you or whatever but yeah like before I used to feel like so insecure about that like I'm like I'm so basic compared to all these other girls who walk around their house like with the lashes and the nails on and stuff like that and I'm just like I don't want to have to feel like I have to be something that I'm not and I ain't gonna lie my dude fuck with me fuck with me like da 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 you feel me it's just like he fuck with me for who the fuck I am like I ain't gonna hold y'all you feel me and I used to have another like fear or insecurity when it came down to my relationships like I used to be like what if I don't cook and I don't clean and you know whatever but it was just like sometimes you don't have to do that and you don't like like here's the thing I used to have a feel like if I didn't cook and I didn't clean like I wouldn't be able to keep nobody and I was just like hmm so I got to learn how to cook, clean, take care of house, you know, I have to be like wifey material up front. Like now I'm authentically myself because I'm like, if a nigga going to fuck with me, a nigga going to fuck with me. If he want to be with me, he going to want to be with me. If he going to want to stay with me, he going to want to stay with me. If he going to want to love me, he going to have to love me. Like, and it's his choice because I realized, like I said before, um, I'm my own person. He is his own person. And if he was to get up and leave today or tomorrow, I wouldn't give a damn. And honestly, I ain't going to lie. I be cooking. I be cleaning. I be helping out where I can. I get in where I fit in. You feel me? I just do what I want to do in my relationships. And I know some people are like, you don't do what you want to do in your relationships. Yes, the fuck I do. Like, honestly, I ain't going to tell y'all what we did. But, um... It's certain shit that y'all be like, oh my gosh, like, y'all don't need that, nah, 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 no, but like, that's, y'all be like, oh, that y'all not even that serious, and you doing all of this, and it's just like, yeah, because that's just who I am, like, I'm a naturally helpful person, 
And he's a, I don't want to say a naturally protective person, but the way that he treats me and the way, like, how things go, like, he protects me in certain ways. And that's naturally him. Like, you know, and this, like, I don't people like, oh, when you talk, when you talking about something, like, bad shit happens, like, no, like, bad shit's gonna happen regardless. Like, you're gonna get mad at your significant other. You gonna wanna punch them in they shit, you feel me? You gonna be like, oh, my gosh, I don't, like, that is how it's gonna be. Like, you gonna be like, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass in this motherfucking bitch, you feel me? <laughs> but, yeah, let's just go, like, back to what I was saying, like, I'm naturally a helper. I'm naturally a giver, so, like, I'm naturally gonna wanna cook and clean and you know be around you and be up underneath you and you know watch tv with you like you know i want to like i want to be at your house washing dishes with you i want to lay up with you i want to i want to see your family when we get to that point like i want to do stuff like that and i'm naturally like that like i'm naturally let me rephrase that I have gotten to that point once I decided to let my insecurities go of not being good enough and feeling like I had to go do something or like even though it was already inside of me to be like want to be a helper and like oh my gosh I want to be up under him I want to do this I want to do that like I always felt like my insecurities were kicking like oh you know you have to do this right you know like and it's like in reality I don't do a damn thing because now I'm pretty sure if I don't come over here <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I'm pretty sure that if I didn't probably cook last night or, you know, do whatever we did last night, that he would still fuck with me. And if he didn't, that's fine because it's not up to me. I used to feel like I wasn't skinny enough. So I used to like go on like crazy diets to try to lose weight. But then I realized that my body is my body. You feel me? Like, I know what's going on with my body. I'm not finna, like, discuss that. That's for a whole nother podcast, like, health and shit. But I know, like, why my body is the way it is. I'm not fat, and I don't get twisted. But I also ain't no skinny bitch. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, but I know how my body is. Like, you know, I'm a little, you know, <laughs> a little slim, thing. So, with that, it'd be like, okay, cool. I like this. This is how I look. This is how I feel. I feel happy. I feel good. I feel beautiful. So, with me feeling this way, it's like, okay, cool. I don't have the insecurity anymore. Like, I know now I don't have to be a size zero to go get me a good man. I know I don't have to be a size fucking five or I'd be having, like, a humongous fat ass to, like, keep my man attracted to me because I know that now in relationships that it's more than just sex it's more than just looks like it's it's like can you love that person through their weak moments can you give a fuck about them when it's hard like are you going to get up and you're going to walk away do you know how to if they be like i don't want to be with you like peacefully walk away without you feeling like oh my gosh you feel me and you know like stressed out and od like can you calm them down can you make them happy like are you happy with yourself like it's so many other things in relationships that matter so my insecurities was only on surface level and why i remember dealing with my insecurities with a dude i felt like let me give y'all an example like i think i was with this dude right we're gonna call him leron right leron Which cause I listen to this, but uh, we're gonna call him Leron, right? 
So, Leron was the dude who I was with for three and a half years. And with him, I had so many insecurities because he would constantly cheat on me, right? But I always felt like he was cheating on me because it's something I did. It's like, maybe I didn't cook enough. Maybe I didn't clean enough. Maybe maybe I wasn't fucking him enough. Maybe I wasn't pretty enough. Maybe I needed to be skinny enough. Because all the girls he would cheat on me with would look a certain type of way. So, when I used to see girls, I used to be like, ugh, fucking ugly bitch. Like, I used to want to fight. I used to want to get violent because... He was cheating, but then I realized that it's his prerogative to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. Just like I realized it was my prerogative to do what the fuck I wanted to do. And once I realized that a relationship, because once I, because I ain't gonna lie, once we broke up, I kind of ain't want to talk to nobody until I kind of got into like a semi-healthy relationship before things went bad. I was like, I didn't have to do a damn thing except for be myself. And myself is this person who does like to have sex. This person who is honest with herself. This person who is very blunt and direct. The person who don't take no shit from nobody too tough you feel me these days the person who loves unconditionally the person who is patient the person who was kind like i realized like i'm really soft in my relationships like out to the world i may be thugging it i ain't gonna lie to y'all i ain't gonna hold y'all like i be thugging it from time to time like i really be thugging it like i be gang signing it up thugging it out in these streets even though I don't know half the shit I be throwing up, but I be throwing shit, you feel me? And the whole entire time, like, I realized, like, I'm silly, I'm goofy, I'm a weirdo, I'm all, like, I'm I'm just, I'm just me. And the people who fuck with me the most understand, like, that I do like anime. I'm a big-ass nerd. Like, I love to learn shit. Like, I, like you will see me reading before you see me, like... <laughs> binge watching a tv show and i know that sounds really weird or like because <laughs> here's the thing i read as much as i used to but like if y'all go to my amazon cart like i wish i could go show y'all it's just like 14 books that i want to fucking order like so fucking bad oh my gosh that is like a whole knowledge gasm right there Ugh, just uh no but like i'm nerd but i'm a nerd like that and the people who fuck with me know that I'm a nerd. Like, they respect that shit. They be like, oh, I can fuck with her because she's, because, you know, she's authentically herself. And I'm going to tell you, like, I remember I told one of my sugar daddies, like, he was like, oh, you want a Birkin? You want a Louis? You want a this? You want a that? And I used to think, like, oh, my gosh, your sugar daddy, you got to be like, oh, I'm really materialistic. I remember my sugar daddy took me shopping, and I literally bought a dress that I have yet to wear outside because COVID. <laughs> But, um, and a purse that I, like, love to death right now. And then on top of that, I was like, you know what? You know what you can really give me that would make my day? I was like, if you buy me the 48 Laws of Attraction, the book, the, um, OG copy, hard body copy, I would be happy, right? And he was like, a fucking book? I was like, yeah, it's like 30 or $70, depending on where you get it from. And he was like, that's all you want? He was like, you don't want a Louis, you want a Birkin? And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, that's kind of weird, right? Like, I'm not the type of sugar baby you want. And honestly, like, to be real, like, I didn't, I didn't have to, like, throw this ass back or, like, you know, do anything like that just to keep him. Because guess what he did? He wanted to stay with me. Like, he wanted to be with me. And it was never a, oh, yeah, she got to go throw this ass back and um all this other shit because this bitch want to Birkin. Like, he'll be like, oh, like, he'll just call me and ask me, like, what I'm doing and what I'm reading. Even though, even though, like, we don't talk no more like we used to and he's not my shit daddy no more. But, like, he, 
You know, he fucks me for who I am. So I realized my insecurities of not being like everybody else really was just pure. It was an illusion. It was like a fear of me being myself. And guess what? Being myself in relationships, whether it be romantic, friendship-wise, anything like that, it got me a lot further than being a little fake-ass person that I used to be. I used to be like, no, I don't want to have sex. No. I don't want to do that. No. I'm not really hungry. No. I'm not going to cook nor clean. No. I'm going to be a city girl. No. I'm going to do this. And through child and error relationships, like, I just kind of, like, learned, like, that everybody has their shit. You feel me? Like, everybody goes through some shit. And the more knowledge I got, I ain't gonna lie. It just, like, helped me understand me better. And when I understood me better, I was able to be a better person and love better than I, than I normally would have. Because I understand, like, life isn't a fucking fairy tale. It's not like, once upon a time not long ago, life is just beautiful. Or life is just tragic. Like, life is what you make it. And I guess that kind of took a lot of insecurities out. Of, that I have with my relationships. Um, moving forward with the next type of insecurities, which I feel like plays a really big part in how people react to or how they really portray themselves to be because they really don't know who they are before they get character development or even see who they are, is family insecurities. And it's not as important, it's not as important as the first one, but um Family insecurities are very real. A lot of people feel like they are really bad parents or they're really bad children or they're not as good as their other siblings. Like, all this stuff, like, plays a part. And their insecurities come from what they expect from, like, their parents and everybody else and family. And in reality, you can't control nobody. You can't make nobody love you. You can't make nobody want you. And just because you were born into a shitty family or a fantastic family doesn't mean that, like, you have to either downsize, down talk, or do anything about other people. Um, Especially when it comes down to family. Because people be like, I grew up in a two-parent household, and everything was sweet, wonderful, and dandy. And it's just like, and then later on down the line, when they find out, like, oh, like, like, like they daddy was beating the fuck out of their mama, they be like, oh, I never knew. And there I was, just thinking everything was weird. And it's just like, no, boo, it's not. And you don't have to sit there and think like that. What do I want to say about family? Because I really don't want to tarry too long on that. I don't want to tarry too long on that. But when it comes down to family, like, you can get insecurities from your family. Because especially if they don't support you or have your back or hype you up or be there for you how you think they should be, you kind of do get, like, insecurities in that area and I get it it's understandable I totally you know I feel it I get it I understand it and with that it's just like you can't let that shit affect you and how you treat your family if your family bucking up at you don't like you you know whatever whatever it is whether they fuck with you or they don't like you have to be yourself and love yourself through all that shit because your family is gonna be your family by blood right um, I like me and my cousin. I think like before, like all that shit had happened. Go check out my YouTube channel if y'all want to go find out what happened in February. I think it's called the story time where I bake right myself. That's on YouTube at Justria. Um, it was back in February, you guys. Um, yeah, I did that. So going into that, I want to say, um, 
that gave me a lot of insecurities about myself. Like that whole event really like triggered some shit in me. And it made me feel like, man, like, damn, maybe I ain't really good enough. You feel me? Or maybe I'm like, maybe I am hard to love. Or like, maybe it's difficult for like people to like people to fuck with me. But then I realized like me and my cousin had, well, I made this turn up. I was like, yeah, just cause we blood related don't make us fucking, um, what you call it? That's the relative. That's not family. So, just because we related don't make us family. Like, my cousin, I consider him to be family. Like, my brother, I consider him to be family. Even though, like, he be go, Like, even though, like, we don't talk like we should. But I consider him to be family. Like, my homeboys, I consider them to be, like, fucking family. And, that, and that's on period. <laughs> um, and I know it sounds crazy. Like, oh my gosh, why would you say that? Like, I just honestly consider them to be family. Because... Even though we may not talk like that and we may not be able to see each other like that all the time because we've grown and they got kids and some of them don't have kids and shit like that. But at the end of the day, like, that's my family because if I needed them for anything and they ain't had it, they would give it to me. They understand me. Like, they accept me for who I am without without it being problematic. Like, they want like they want to make it work. Like, if men are getting to an argument, they'll be like, whatever, you'll be okay the next two days. And if I don't talk to them the next two days, they'll call me, blow my shit up, be like... I know you upset about the argument that we had or whatever, but I really, if you really, if it's really still bothering me, we can go talk about it. But as of like the other day, I couldn't do it or whatever. And like we, like we unlike, I'm not going to say we don't ever get into it because we do. We've been friends for like, I want to say seven years. Some of them is seven years. Others like a year. Um, I want to say, Michi, 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 almost like we a whole motherfucking year, shit, and those people I consider to be like family because when it comes down to me, they don't play that shit, and they're going to protect me, and they're going to fuck with me, so if you have any insecurities about your family, especially about like anything that ever happened or anything that went wrong because I understand that all families aren't perfect and it's not just a black and white thing like there's dysfunctional families everywhere in every race like but you have to like get to the point where it's just okay I understand this it's cool or whatever and that's fine but moving forward I'm not going to allow myself to feel that pain or allow myself to let that trauma stop me from excelling and living my best life because trust and believe you will find people who are like family to you that may not technically be blood related to you and once you find that trust me you will live a longer and a happier life because if you stop stressing about the things that you can't change or the fears that people put on you because here's the thing when it comes down to when it comes down to insecurities and family, they often push their fears and projectiles on you. And once they start doing that, it's over because they feel like, oh, well, I can go control the situation this way and I have say so in this way. Like, and a lot of times people, the same people who's doing shit to you, they probably be going through worse shit than you possibly ever could go through and they don't even know how to deal with their own emotions. It's just because they're not mature enough or intellectually smart enough to go deal with their shit. They feel like they have to go get, get back with you and that's not even a fucking case. But you don't have to always react. You don't always have to be like, I just know what it is. And I know you don't have to do that. You don't, and you want, and you don't have to get nobody that part of you. Like fuck them if they can't love you properly. You feel me? Because nine out of ten, they probably ain't loving themselves. Because a person that's toxic and bad and doing you dirty, 
ain't happy with them damn ain't happy with themselves so if they was they would treat you better because they will understand because they will understand um what is it it's a book i'm reading right and they call it a mirror and people and in the book it kind of explains um how people how people treat you is how they feel about themselves and you right so if they have any fears about your relationship they act real iffy and umphy about you right so example um in the book because this is it's all it's all tied together trust me so in the book they talk about like how this dude like he one day woke up and realized and he changed the way that he started treating people because he changed the way how he viewed himself and after he viewed himself in a better light he said he changed the way he viewed people because he realized that he wasn't doing right by every single body that was around him and he wasn't loving and giving and as caring as he possibly could have been so when people saw him they like oh he has a different glow he's loving he's this is that and the third now and they was like damn i want to be like you and he was like well you can be like me because i am you and then people was like what like that's confusing and they called him like fuck 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 i gotta read that book again well i have to finish reading it i'm gonna get through it i'm gonna get through it this week but no like that's what like that was was going on and so when so the people in your family or people just in general when they treat you wrong it's a reflection more of them and not of you so at the end of the day if somebody out there cheating on you doing you dirty beating your ass can't stand you always got to get violent down talking you that's how they really feel about themselves because they've either self-internalized everything that everybody said to them and took it and ran with it or never let it go truly. Or like if you or like if people it's like for people who can't stand the truth. Because I ain't gonna lie, I have some family members who can't stand the truth. So I personally don't talk to my family sorry, for families about truth and shit like that. Because they like to get violent, they like to get rough, they like to get whatever. And I realized that the problem wasn't me, the problem was them. A bitch don't like truth. And the reason why people don't like truth is because truth exposes them. And they don't like to feel bad about themselves. And they don't want to take accountability. But that's just something that people have to do. Like, I'll never forget it. Like, the day my grandmother tried to fucking choke me. Once I told her the truth, like, look, I didn't mean to hurt you. And if I hurted you off of what I said, I apologize, but I never meant to hurt you. And when she, when I said that, she was like, you're a fucking liar. And she kept doing it. I was like, oh. And I was like, I'm not lying. And I said, I don't have to lie. And then when she got up to go put her hands on me, I felt the type of way. It hurt me. Because I was like, what is inside of you that's making you want to put your hands on me? Like, is it because I was talking too much? And it made me not want to start telling the truth. But I was like, I'm not going to stop telling the truth. I'm not going to stop being honest. I'm not going to stop being myself. I'm never going to stop sitting there like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm never going to stop living my truth because that's what it is. It's my truth. You don't have to fuck with me. And if the truth makes you mad, it's something that you need to go work on. Because truth is light. And that means that mean you in the dark. That means you a vampire. That means you don't like the light. And sometimes your family can be like that. And it's okay. And don't ever let your family push their insecurities and fears on you. And then now you got their fears and insecurities because you feel like, well, with me. Uh, this is how the family always gonna be because guess what the family may be like that but you don't gotta be like that
fix it. And my last but not least, most importante one of all, the insecurity of self. A lot of people have self-insecurities, right? So they have insecurities about the way they look, about the way they body shape, about what everything is with them, right? Like, I remember I used to hate my big-ass lips because I used to go to a predominantly white school. When I went to a predominantly white school, like, I knew, like, I couldn't hit a white girl because, you know, I don't know, something just like, oh, girl, like, you're not finding it. Like, it's going to be 10 times worse. You feel me? Like, the most you can do at a black school is fight and get suspended. But at a white school, they probably going to put you in the jailhouse or some shit like that. Especially with the racism that we're going in. They made me feel ugly, like, about myself. Like, my self-esteem was shot. Like, I used to think I was ugly compared to those white girls. I was like, oh, I got kinky hair. You feel me? I got to perm my shit. And even when I perm my shit, like, I need to use two perm boxes. I got big lips. I got big nose. You know... I used to have, try to hide my jeans when I went to black certain schools. Like, I didn't want to stick out too much. It was, you know, and it was like, it was always I was white to be a black girl. So I felt insecure about my intellect. So I always tried to dumb it down. And then I realized, like, I shouldn't have to dumb myself down just to go fit in with a crew or people around me. Like, that's just something that shouldn't happen. It should be natural. Like, I shouldn't have to be like, oh, well, I have to go do this and I have to pretend to be this way. In reality, I don't have to do a damn thing. I could have just been my motherfucking self. That's all I had to do was just be myself and love myself. And with loving myself, honestly and truly, like, my insecurities ended up going away. Because I loved myself for who I was and not what I could do, not how I looked. Like, And if you have insecurities with yourself, love yourself, even when it's hard. Like, I remember I was I used to stand in the mirror and be like, I love myself. You start to tell myself that over and over and over again until I finally believed it. And when I did finally believe it, I was like, I'm never going back. So, y'all, when I finally did start to believe in myself, I was just like, I'm never going to go back to the point where where I'm not going to believe in myself again and I'm not and I'm never gonna be like oh my gosh you know you know you look this way and it was just like fuck it I look how the fuck I look I am who the fuck I am I like what I like if I'm naturally smart I'm naturally smart if I'm this way I'm I'm going to accept it so now I live confidently like I just accept it like me for who I am and I and this is not to like you know get on nobody about um you know um, what else? This is like not to get on nobody about like how they treat themselves and stuff like that. But for me, myself and I, I'm just not doing that. Like I honestly don't feel like I have to be somebody who I'm not or have to pretend to be, oh my gosh, like am is this the way that I wanna be? Like, oh, do I like no no, this is what I wanna say. I used to have insecurities about myself. And then one day, I guess, like, the intellectual part of me was like, do you know that people can go prey on your insecurities? And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And I sat back and I thought about it. People prey on your insecurities. If you don't like your body, people will advertise you for a BBL, go get your eyebrows arched, go get your nails done, like, what you call it, stuff like that. And sometimes... And let me, let me phrase that. 
it's nothing wrong with wanting to get your nails and your hair done and stuff like that. But when it becomes a necessity where you have to get it and like whether you have the money or not or where you working your ass off just to get to that point, it's the insecurity because that's something that you feel like you have to go fix and when in reality you don't. You can either accept it or you can work on, work on it naturally and if it's not going to be there, accept it for what it is. I know too many people, especially women who go out there and get their body done and be like, oh, well, I only did it for me. I did it for me. In reality, you ain't doing it for you. You did it for somebody else. You did it because your man wanted you to have a fat ass. You did it because of X, Y, and Z. And my whole thing is, that's fine. It's cool. That's dandy and that's fucking nice. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you don't have to sit there and be or have to go in with a knife just for somebody to fuck with you. And other people be like, but I don't want to do that. And like you make you make it seem like it's easy. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy, but I'm not also saying that it's gonna be hard to love yourself either. Cause the moment you decide that you hey, deciding today I'm gonna love myself, you have realized like, damn it, come hell or high water, I'm finna love the fuck out of myself. I'm not going to allow myself to sit here and be like, oh, it's me. I can't believe it. Like, no, not at all. Don't do that. And that's all that I really honestly want to say. Like, don't allow yourself to, you feel me? Like, my whole thing is, like, don't allow yourself to, um, to sit there and just... Let people exploit your, exploit your, um, exploit your insecurities or even just anything. I feel like that's like OD. You paying all this money to go get an ass for a nigga that ain't gonna fuck with you. You paying all this money for a bitch for for them to do what? No, don't do that. So that's just it. That's the podcast on insecurities. Hope you guys fuck with it. Make sure you tell a friend to go tell a friend and make sure they go tell a friend. Make sure we get it popping up in here in these streets. You feel me? Gang shit, whatever. Um, Love y'all. Have a great day. <laughs> Live your best lives. <laughs> and I think that's just it for this um podcast on insecurities.